everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 4 Episode 3. It's called Brothers. So full spoilers for the episode as always. Uh, this episode, Data randomly goes on a bit of a rampage, takes control of the ship, locks everyone out of every system possible, and then eventually beams down to a place, a planet, where none other than his very creator... Dr. Ninin Sung. Am I saying that right? <laughs> Probably not, but... Ninin Sung. Yeah, I was close. Uh, I was close. Uh, so, basically, Brent Spiner isn't just playing two roles this episode. He was playing three roles this episode. Uh, and a lot of scenes with all three characters in the same room. So, that was a... Uh, Busy you know, day. T- time-consuming for him. Uh, so, <laughs> well, what's interesting is in Picard... Uh, we do actually meet Noonie and Sung's uh, son at one point, and Brent Spider also played him. <laughs> so, uh, but he didn't play him with like you know, barring the usual stuff. He didn't play with any makeup. But it was just like, nah, he's just his son's this age now. So, uh, whereas That's because Brent Spider was older, yeah, obviously. But whereas here, of course, he's in like you know layers and layers of makeup to be this old man. Uh, Prosthetics look solid. Yeah, it was better than the the old age stuff from like season one and whatever. You know, the the, yeah. the, the old age. The guy was rapidly aging, that stuff. Like, it, it was definitely much better looking than that, for sure. Uh, to the point where, like, I recognized him more for the voice than I did for the, his face. And I could sort of see his mouth occasionally when he was talking, but it, it wasn't, like, super in your face. So it was like, ah, this is nice and subtle, kind of, no, almost. No, they did a pretty good job with it. I have very little complaints in that regard. Yeah, so that's, that's the gist of the episode. There's also kind of a... Kind of the, the actual stakes, because there wouldn't really be that many stakes in this episode, because especially once we realize that there's nothing, like... As, as much as he's doing a lot of things, like, without permission and he's taking control of things, there's not actually any malicious intent, ultimately, in what's happening. The only problem is that there's a kid on the Enterprise who's going to die if they don't get to a, a station for medical treatment. Because... Yeah, the episode just opens with Riker, like, basically interrogating this nine-year-old kid for pulling a prank. <laughs> on his little brother. Which, uh, honestly, I think was a pretty solid prank. Yeah, so he convinced his little brother that he that his little brother had murdered him during the game like a laser tag or whatever it was. And the little kid basically ran off into the, the forest and ate some poisonous berries. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, props to the kid. That, that was a well-planned, well-organized prank. He had, he had the balloon for the bang, you know, some fake blood packets. I mean, it's solid work. <laughs> yes, of course you would be on this kid's side. Uh, look, it's not his responsibility that the, 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 the stupid kid then ate poisonous berries. All I'm saying is, it's very clear you come from a family with multiple brothers, right? I'm just saying, it's very clear. Uh, <laughs> t- to be honest, I am of the opinion that both of these kids should be put in the airlock and jettisoned into space. Look, when 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 you have younger brothers who are very annoying, you 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 do what you can to to get back at them. What's wrong with about good old fashioned violence? Why you got to do all these pranks? Why not both? Good old fashioned torture. That's that's what you do to your siblings. I I, I hear. I mean, I don't know. We, you know, it's true. We do. I, yeah. I'm an only child. I, this is all somewhat alien to me. But uh, obviously, the themes of brotherhood and the, the younger brother wanting to forgive his older brother uh, kind of plays in a little bit to the you know because obviously after Data shows up to meet Union Sung, then of course uh, Lore shows up uh, unsuspected. Swaggers uh, on in. Yeah, because it wasn't actually even his intention. I mean, Sung thinks he's dead. You know, he didn't know that anyone ever reassembled him. Uh, it just so happened that when he turned on Data's homing chip, which is what why Data does all the things he does. Uh, yeah. 
uh he you know lore shows up too and that's where we get kind of that and that bastard lore they almost had the emotion chip the chip that would let him feel emotions just like a human being but lore switched places with them some gave it to him instead and now we've got a wild lore out there with like super emotions running rampant for a future episode yeah that, that's just what lore needed <laughs> um so, it's already a cocky piece of shit <laughs> so that's the uh that's the that's the i mean that's the overview of the episode really uh, obviously the first chunk of it is very much this action-packed like there's a bit of confusion like why is anything happening because wesley's like i didn't put input these coordinates or get us to warp nine or whatever and then it's like oh wait the the, the bridge is becoming and you know uh, toxic you know there's gas or something leaking in so, so everyone except data evacuates because data can survive obviously and then once they're in different positions like wait a minute like data's actually doing a lot of shady shit here what's going on like data's like taking control uh and this made me laugh actually because <laughs> in the first episode of picard uh picard's been interviewed by a like a journalist right then they're talking about data and the the journalist says did you ever like waver in your like like you know did, did you ever like con- consider that data might be a hindrance or something like that right and picard says no not once i never questioned him once <laughs> <laughs> and even when i was talking to, to tara about that episode at the time she says data's went rogue and like taken over things like numerous times this is ridiculous and i, I you know valid point what you're saying here yes. i would just like to say last episode you gave me shit for bringing up picard in reference to anything no but that, that this is this is funny in hindsight you were bringing up picard in sort of like a weird like I don't know, like it adds drama to it. It doesn't. This is just funny because Picard tries to pretend this doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, right. But honestly, I, I have a little bit of a critique of this part of the episode. Sure. In that, because obviously it's clear to us immediately that Data's on a weird one. Um, yeah, because he, 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 he switches when he's in the elevator with the kid. Do you know what I thought was going to happen actually? Because, yeah, because he's talking to the kid in the turbo lift and then mid sentence he just stops and it's like something like a flip, you know, a switch has been flipped. Something's wrong with him. I, I honestly thought that the kid was going to be the only one who knew, and it was going to be some sort of like kid diehard episode where the kid's going to run around and like save everyone. That's what I genuinely thought this episode was going to turn into. And then the kid just kind of disappears for a while, and then someone else finds him, and then yeah, whatever. But but my problem is, it plays it as like a bit of a mystery. Like, oh, what's going on? Why are we going to this you know random place? Who's putting these coordinates in? What's happening? And, and we're kind of there the whole time. Going, well, we know it's data, so it loses some of that mystique. Yeah, we don't know why. We don't know who you know who's no, behind it. No, we don't know yet, why. But... but the the characters aren't asking why yet. Once once they get to that stage, fine, I'm back on board. But there's like a, a five minute chunk where they're going, "What's going on? Who's doing this?" And I'm like, "I'm I'm not really feeling this bit because you know you gave us the answer before it started." Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the episode overall, I think it's good. I, I think it, it, it's it's kind of one of these ones where I don't think it really brings up anything that i love about next gen that much in the sense that there's not really any big morals that are kind of brought into play there's no kind of like like, it's a lot of good mythology stuff it's a lot of stuff that Mm -hmm. kind of adds a little bit of fun things to data especially lore for lore i you know presumably coming back at some point later because why wouldn't it's not it's not like they've lost the actor (laughs) he's he's here if anything i think i might like this episode more in the future Mm-hmm. Uh, want, if assuming whatever they they do with law, you know, is good in the future, I think I will like this more in hindsight as part of that arc. Yeah, as a set up for that, because I thought you know, because you know, uh, soon dies at the end. Uh, basically, Lore's 
throwing him around a little bit and he's dying from the injuries and i mean he's kind of he was dying anyway yeah and he's he's lying there and data asks you know because because data doesn't remember what anthony did on the ship and sung says hey access the subroutine blah blah and it'll give you a memory back and he sort of goes do, 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 and he does he's like oh commander Riker, apologies i never realized i was you know doing all this um and then he asks Riker, okay can i say goodbye to dr sung and he's like okay and just didn't leave I, I i don't think the episode really built up enough for me to care that much that data was essentially losing his father here it, it never quite got no, to that point and it does this bit here where he calls him father for like the first time mm-hmm. uh, on his deathbed and it just it, it doesn't have the the weight it should honestly i think they squandered it a little bit by playing the moment off earlier with law you know it was after you know we're just when they'd you know done the swap with the chip yeah and uh, you know sung still thought it was data and you know and, and you know law's calling him father he's like oh you know oh you've never done this before um i'm not sure the, the moment almost i'm not sure what fixes this outside of like i feel like devoting the first half of the episode to this mystery action episode which was entertaining enough but the, taking that much time in the episode away from actually developing Data and uh, Soong's like relationship, so that it built up to this ending, I think maybe what hurts it. Maybe, maybe what I'm essentially suggesting here is a two-parter, where the first part is like, oh, why is Data went rogue? Why is he taking us to this planet? The, the, everyone's trying to stop him, and then the cliffhanger is that he gets to this place, and it's it's Doctor Soong. It's it's because it oddly felt like it wasn't that big of a deal when we realized it was him. It felt kind of like, just like, oh, okay. And given this is a character that we've heard so much about but never seen. It was kind of weird just how low-key it felt. We just, we just kind of stumbled in there. It was like, oh, it's just him. Yeah, I like when everyone else gets there and they're like, isn't he dead? And and Joe's like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is that guy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, kind of a... A small, slight mishandling, but I would say more just a lukewarm execution of some fun ideas because I praised the last episode quite a lot and I would say the last episode is much better than this one because I think it from a narrative storytelling point of view, advances a lot of things and how it tells its story, but also the, the beats that it added to some of the characters were really strong. Here, obviously, this will be stuff that Data remembers and it'll be important for his character in terms of just raw kind of experience, but in terms of like us actually getting a, 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 like an excellent execution of the story, it was kind of lacking in that a little bit. So because of that, it, I think this is... The, a fine episode, one that I think is very watchable and has some interesting bits in it and... You know, little details here or there. Uh, and obviously, there's a lot, probably the, the most impressive part is when Lore shows up and Data and Lore are kind of like talking to Soong and Soong reveals that Lore was lying about a lot of things. And Data thought he was the inferior little brother, essentially, but he finds out they're actually kind of equal. Like, that kind of ties into the whole theme of brothers in the episode the most. So it was, it was, it was the most where I really felt the Star Trek writing kind of like creeping in in a yeah, good way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's there... It's it's just getting there, but it's, it doesn't quite deliver on any of the beats that it's presenting. It, it knows what it wants to say, mm-hmm. and it's trying to say it, and you can see what it it's you know it's aiming for, but it's just fallen a bit short. And it's it's not like really bad. It's not but you know like, or really disappointing or anything like that. It's just I think ultimately a little underwhelming by the end, um, but not but definitely not bad. Yeah, I I think that's kind of hard to sum up too. Uh... You know, or even if like data was presented by choice, where he had to choose to leave to go and save the kid because his morals are right or something like that, may, may have been interesting. But it never really was a factor. It was just kind of like, oh, give me a minute to say goodbye and we can go. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, and, and that. in that sense, they didn't want to present Sung as you know being villainous because he's not. Yeah, and yeah. you know, making forcing data to make that choice would feel villainous, I guess. Well, I wouldn't have. De- I'm not even suggesting that 
forcing him because Soon wants it. More just that Data has to make a choice between maybe even between saving him and saving the kid. But not not. I don't think you have to present him as a villainous to achieve that. Sure. I, I think the idea that Data would make that choice could be an interesting like moral choice that he'd have to make at the end of the episode. Because uh, I, because again, it's one of those things where I, I kind of, I mean, I was joking a little bit about thinking the kid was going to be like it was going to be like a, a diehard kid episode, which would have been fun, but it, it was you know it's just not something I'm disappointed I didn't get. Here though, as he was lying there and the, and the crew were kind of coming, I thought they were going to basically not arrest Data, but kind of really be confrontational with him because of what happened, and I thought that there was going to be some sort of moral debate or some sort of like question of like what to do now and especially the idea of like well we have we're on this time crunch this kid's going to die but there's maybe something important to do here but it never really became a thing it was just kind of like oh no we're, we're wrapping it up anyway we can go it's, it's, yeah, it's nothing... all done here let's go save the kid a dramatic choice there would i think would have elevated the episode as well there's, there's a lot of places here where i can see it being improved i agree it's it's kind of a little like you know uh frustrating in that sense where you you they clearly set up the stakes with the kid and it's you know it is the classic ticking time bomb that that trek loves to use in that okay we have to do this you know in x amount of time or the kid will die and much like traditional star trek uh the true like excellence of the, the true nuance of that story would not really be the kid dying or not dying itself it's more about what it would say about data when he makes the right choice to save this kid over whatever personal thing he otherwise would be doing or feels like he has to yeah, do it first but ultimately it kind of feels a bit superfluous yeah yeah and the scenes with the kids themselves where they try to like have the the older brother come in talk to the younger brother in quarantine mm, uh yeah not great not wasn't that good no uh and you know there's a couple of scenes i think with like crusher talking you know beverly that is uh, talking to the younger kid and saying that, you know, maybe you should forgive him, blah, blah, blah. All of that was just kind of, like, going through the motions. There wasn't really anything in those scenes in of themselves. And then the kids, you know, the acting weren't that great. I mean, I enjoyed the interrogation scene at the start. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, I think that was where the acting doesn't show up as much because the kid just has to feel, you know, guilty and scared of, you know, big scary adults shouting at him, basically. Yeah, Riker's very imposing, walking around those chairs and... Like, yeah, I bet he is. I'm familiar with the rules of the game, son. What happened? <laughs> like, you know, just, just little things like that. Like, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't have a whole lot more to add. It, uh, ultimately, just that, yeah, it's, it's a, I guess it's a little bit disappointing because there was more potential. But it's not necessarily a bad episode either. No, and I, and I, like I said, I might like it more in hindsight with how it plays into the overall arc with Data and Law and, and seeing you know, where it fits in that story. But it's too early to see that right now, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and all of the action stuff at the start that we kind of glossed over. You know, there's a lot of stuff with Data turning on force fields around the ship so no one can move around. Uh, yeah, them trying to figure out how to use the transporter in and out. He does the ter- Data's locked it all. He does the Terminator thing where he does Picard's voice. He can like do his Picard's voice perfectly and gives this ridiculous code. I can't imagine Picard sitting down and learning this like like it was like a forty five digit code. <laughs> no, <laughs> he definitely has that written somewhere. Yeah. Uh but he puts in this code to get control or whatever. Uh and there was actually a, a, like a crazy plan at one point where Picard was like, oh yeah separate the saucer section at warp nine. And even Crusher's like, you know, Wesley that is is like, Sir, we're at warp nine, that's a bit in the dangerous says I'm aware of the dangers and said chop <laughs> I was like yeah. I almost wanted to see the sincere effect of them trying to like separate at warp 9 <laughs> yeah Look, luckily for them data overruled it yes uh, put, put a stop to that right there and then 
so yeah, uh, I don't know. It's yeah, kind of a lukewarm episode. But hey, they can't all be complete winners, and I think this was at least noble in its intentions. And much like season three, you know, whatever, even if it did have some one that didn't live up to the quality standard that it's really been setting over the last season or so, that at least you can see what they were trying, and you don't necessarily begrudge them the. Uh, yeah failure. like it come the end of the season this this isn't going to be in com you know in competition for either of the you know best or worst episode lists i right, should uh, imagine unless there's no bad episodes i mean yeah no if if this is in even contention for the worst episodes we've lists, had a great season yeah yeah no complaints <laughs> exactly all right so what's coming next time then next time we've got an episode called suddenly human is this about data <laughs> uh may not be uh so here's a description on imdb on a rescue mission to an alien shipwreck training mission, they discover one of its trainees to be human. Okay. Okay. Uh, for break. Uh, that, that gives me very little of what to expect. In a, not yeah. in a bad way, but just I... Sometimes we read these descriptions and I have a you know, a vague idea going in, okay, it's going to be this kind of episode. Um, this, I got nothing. Yeah, the only thing I know for this is that the actor who's like the main guest star is from Day of the Dead. Which is okay. cool, I guess. <laughs> there you go. That's coming next time. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, let us know what you thought of this episode in the comments below. Please do like, like, and super important on YouTube. It's the easy and the, the most convenient way for you to uh, show your support and more people will find us as a, res as a result. But you can support us as well with money over at patreon.com slash TV for as little as $1 per month. So please go and have a look and see if you want any of those bonuses. Uh, and of course, uh, you can get us on uh, uh, the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching Star Trek. And remember, when it comes to the ladies, Wesley Crusher is in complete control. <laughs>